This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 1116, three-digit number, credit scores, and Debt Talk, Avalanche versus Snowball, both by Philip Dancy of dancywithmoney.com. And I'm Dan, I am here every single day reading you the best personal finance blogs on the web, and today I'm featuring two articles from a new author for our show, Philip Dancy, and I'll tell you a little bit more about him after today's readings. So with that, let's hear today's two posts and start optimizing your life. The Three-Digit Number, Credit Scores by Philip Dancy of dancywithmoney.com Your credit score is a three-digit number ranging from 300 to 850 that seems to have all the power when it comes to your personal finances. Did you know that according to Value Penguin, the average FICO score is 695? For lenders, it is the main factor they consider to determine if you are trustworthy for a line of credit and will pay them back. Some consumers avoid looking up their score, while others are constantly trying to increase their score through various methods. If you're wondering why having a good credit score is so important and the factors impacting your score, DWM has you covered. So why is having a good credit score so important? For renters, it could be the difference between putting a security deposit down of $500 versus a security deposit of one and a half months rent. For people looking to buy a home, it could be the difference between a $1,200 mortgage and a $1,400 mortgage each month over 30 years. That difference comes out to roughly $85,000 more in interest over 30 years on a $200,000 mortgage. And if you're applying for a new credit card, it could be the difference between getting a good APR like 18% versus receiving a 25% or greater APR. Ultimately, having a good credit score is important because it puts money back into your pocket. It decreases the amount of interest or deposit that you're charged when it comes to borrowing money. And at some point in time, we will all borrow money. Might as well have the best rate when that time comes. The way your FICO credit score is calculated isn't as complicated as you might think. It is not a secret formula like the Coca-Cola recipe that only two people in the world know about. In fact, it is actually just five factors that are considered in the credit score calculation. One, payment history. This factor considers all of your payments that have been made over the life of your credit. This includes both on-time payments and late payments. Even one late payment could hurt your score, so consider turning on auto pay or payment reminders to avoid that headache. This accounts for 35% of your score. Two, credit utilization. Utilization is the total amount of credit you have versus the amount of money you owe. The lower the utilization, the better. Just because you have a $5,000 credit limit does not mean you should max it out. Try to keep your credit utilization below 30% to get the best results for your credit score. This accounts for 30% of your score. Three, length of credit history. The longer you've had your credit, the better. So if you recently got your first card and are wondering why you are not an 850 yet, give it some time. This accounts for 15% of your score. Four, type of credit. The credit bureaus consider this as the mix of credit. Your mix could be a combination of retail cards, mortgages, car loan, etc. However, since your mix only accounts for 10% of your score, I wouldn't recommend trying to mix your credit just for the hell of it. Five, new credit inquiries. Remember that time you applied for the Target red card to receive 5% off that purchase? Target requested your credit report, which in turn may have had an impact on your score. The more inquiries or credit requests you have over a short period of time, the more likely a negative impact on your score. It could indicate that you are thirsty for credit, and we all remember the days where being thirsty was not good. This accounts for 10% of your score. 
Knowledge is power. Knowing the different factors that make up your credit score will allow you to shoot for that perfect 850 score that everyone wants to have. Remember, turn on those auto pay or payment date reminders and keep your credit card balance low. While you're at it, download the Credit Karma app so you can always have your credit score at your fingertips. It's free and your score will not be affected by checking it. And I've got another post for you coming up in just a moment, but first, I wanna thank BetterHelp. BetterHelp offers online counseling and therapy with licensed therapists from wherever you are and around your schedule. They have counselors specializing in depression, stress, anxiety, self-esteem, anger, grief, and so much more. BetterHelp makes it super convenient in that there are four communication modes, text, chat, phone, and video, all available worldwide. You can start communicating in under 24 hours. Anything you share is confidential. And this is not a crisis line. This is professional counseling and therapy with licensed therapists, which is super important, but actually affordable with financial aid available. If you're not happy with your counselor for any reason, you can request a new one at any time with no additional charge. They have 3,000 U.S. licensed therapists across all 50 states. Best of all, it's a truly affordable option. Optimal Finance Daily listeners get 10% off your first month with the discount code OFD. So why not get started today? Go to betterhelp.com OFD, simply fill out a questionnaire to help them assess your needs, and get matched with a counselor you'll love. That's betterhelp.com OFD, and I have that linked in this episode's description. Debt Talk, Avalanche versus Snowball by Philip Dancy, of dancywithmoney.com. Credit card balances, mortgages, car loans, payday loans, or even student loans. Most of us, if not all, have some form of debt. According to an analysis performed by the Federal Reserve Bank of New York on U.S. household debt, there's roughly $14 trillion in debt owed as of the second quarter of 2019. Picture this, a world where you didn't have any debt payments to make. In my financial situation, that could free up $500 in student loan payments per month. For others, it could be a few hundred because their car is paid off or have no credit card debt. But how do we get there? Today, we'll discuss two methods of debt repayment to pay down unwanted debt. Method number one, debt avalanche. An avalanche is a mass of snow that falls rapidly down a mountainside. So just as it sounds, the debt avalanche method is an accelerated method of paying off debt. In this method, the debt that is a priority is the one with the highest interest. By tackling that debt with the highest interest, you are saving money on that compounding interest and ultimately time because the interest can prolong the loan. This could help save you hundreds if not thousands of dollars in interest using this method. Let's say, for example, you have credit cards with varying APRs of 5%, 18%, and 25% and minimum payments of $25. Using the avalanche method, you will make the minimum payments on each credit card and make an extra payment, for example, $50, on the debt with 25% APR. After the 25% APR card is eliminated, you use the total debt payments, $75, from that debt, along with the minimum payment, for a total of $100, to tackle the next highest APR debt. You will continue this process until all the debt is eliminated. Method number two, debt snowball. In order to form a snowball, you must start small to pack the snow and then continue to build on it. With the snowball method, the goal is to pay the smallest debt off first, then move on to tackle the next smallest debt. 
In my opinion, the main advantage of the debt snowball is that it helps build your motivation during your debt repayment journey. With each small win you encounter, it can help you to continue to strive towards your goal of eliminating debt. In this example, you have three debts with $150, $750, and $5,000 balances and minimum payments of $25. Using the debt snowball method, you will make the minimum payments on each credit card and make an extra payment, again, for example, $50, on the debt of $150. After that $150 debt is paid off, you use those debt payments, $75, allocated to that specific debt, along with the minimum payments, for a total of $100, to tackle the next smallest balance of $750. Whether you are using the snowball method or the avalanche method, both are great ways to pay down that unwanted debt. There are two questions you can ask yourself when choosing the right approach for you. Do I want to save time and money with an accelerated approach? Do I want to maintain momentum during my debt-free journey process? Regardless of the method you use, paying down debt will give you peace of mind, and it'll free up some extra cash for you to reach other goals. You just listened to the posts titled The Three-Digit Number, Credit Scores, and Debt Talk, Avalanche vs. Snowball, both by Philip Dancy of dancywithmoney.com. And thank you to Philip for letting us share his work here. Uh, After graduating with his MBA, he joined one of the top investment banking firms in New York City. And while on a trajectory towards financial freedom, he started helping other people with basic personal finance concepts and created Dancy with Money to offer guidance. So you can come by dancywithmoney.com for a lot more. That's D-A-N-C-Y with money.com. And that does it for another edition of Optimal Finance Daily. I will be back with you tomorrow, of course, where I will have a post from Ramit Sethi. So I'll see you there in the Tuesday show where your optimal life awaits.